Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. That's greenlight.com slash ACAST. I was like, what? <laughs> Do you want to explain yourself? Uh, so not that much of a predator. <laughs> <laughs> Something fishy's going on here, I think. You think? Okay, big boy. Take it away. <laughs> big boy. <laughs> Hello, welcome to this week's episode of The Therapy Crouch with me, Peter Crouch. Big boy. Oh, and me, Abby Clancy. <laughs> Daddy's got it here for <laughs> you. <laughs> God. So. Good week? Great week. Yeah, enjoyed it. Yeah, I think um, Easter was just too long. Yeah, but we got over that in the last. We sort of we've sort of aired our proper issues out there in the last part, didn't we? Yeah, but I think because of um, the kids were enough off for an extra week, we went away to Portugal mm. and we had just a kid kid zone. It was just loads of quality time with the family, bike rides, water parks. You know, just the usual hell, hell, hell pits. <laughs> no, it was nice, wasn't it? Just to reconnect and revitalize ourselves. Yeah, listen, you know, the kids enjoyed, enjoyed it. Um, and I know we, we whinged a bit about the, the children on the last podcast, but um, they're back at school now and it's nice to reconnect with you back on the therapy crouch. No children running around screaming, like having to go out every second. It's nice to me and you to reconnect because uh, it's important that the top of the, the pyramid is strong yeah which which um my dad sent me this message this morning actually oh it's phenomenal <laughs> like my dad obviously is totally backward <laughs> totally backward is that where you get it from <laughs> that's where I, I get it uh, no my dad my dad constantly sends me these messages about tips to how to look after your husband an extract from 1950s home economics can book I, can I read this mm. This is phenomenal. Go on. Right, so next check to the 1950s home economics book, Tips to Look After Your Husband, which, you know, I should have been born in the 1950s, I think. <laughs> you bloody are. Um, that... uh, we've actually had a few yeah. we've actually had a few comments on how I am like stuck in the 50s the way I look after you. What? Yeah. No, I do think you do you do look after me. I'm not going to I'm not going to deny that. So what are you moaning about then? I'm not moaning. I just this is just Madness. Like, can you think about it? This is how the women used to live, right? Have dinner ready. Plan ahead, even if the night before, to have a delicious meal on time. This is a way of letting him know that you've been thinking about him and are concerned about his needs. Most men are hungry when they come home, and the prospects <laughs> of a good meal are part of the warm welcome that's needed. Pete gets like a, a little dry fish finger that's left over. I think this one's the worst. Minimize all noise. Oh, At the time yeah. of his arrival, eliminate. Not a loud wife, do you? <laughs> <laughs> At the time of his arrival, eliminate all no all noise of washer, dryer, dishwasher, or vacuum. Try to encourage the children to be quiet. Be happy to see him. Greet him with a warm smile. Glad to see him. Look. Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah, just encourage the quietness. Yeah, you know I mean, I've had a busy day. It's been noisy. I don't, I don't want to come into like a load of noise. You know I mean? <laughs> Some do's and don'ts. Don't greet him with your problems or complaints. Don't complain if he's don't late for dinner. <laughs> count this as count this as minor compared to what he might have gone through that day. What the hell is that? Yeah, I mean, this one's good. Prepare yourself. Take fifteen minutes to rest, so you'll be refreshed when he arrives. <laughs> No more than 15, just 15. Yeah. Rest. Noted. 
you got your chores to do. <laughs> admin. <laughs> Touch up your makeup and put a ribbon in your hair uh, to be fresh looking. He's just been with a lot of work weary people. Be a little gay. Be a little bit more interesting. His boring day may need lift. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'm just going to stop you there because this is where, it, you know, the reality of your work and my work at home, work at home with the kids. So your work. So you'll go and hang around with Chris and Dave and frigging talk about bloody football for an hour. And then you'll go and hang around with your mates, Joe Cole and Rio and have a laugh. I see you on telly laughing your head off. <laughs> so you can't come home to me telling me you've had a stressful day. You stop on McDonald's on the way, get a nice Big Mac, <laughs> pre-dinner pre dinner. What? You know, your work is rest. Your work is rest. Meanwhile, I'm at here... I'm at home with four feral children trying to cook, clean, make your dinner, try and do my own work, which is completely irrelevant. No, listen, 2023 <laughs> is a very different time to the 1950s, let's be honest. And I think the Bloody not in this Obviously, house. the, you know, <laughs> women have obviously moved on. You know, the world's moved on. Um, but <laughs> men also, like, you know... <laughs> haven't moved on. What? We haven't moved on. Of course we have. I don't expect these things from you anymore. The 1950s, they, they would have done. What I'm saying is a lot of men have evolved. Of course they have. So my sister and her boyfriend are like getting to that stage now where an engagement could be on the cards. And I was telling Pete about it because we've, 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 we've got me and Elle, we've gone from the ring. When we've done the dress, we've done bridesmaids, we've all, also done the table decorations. So <laughs> the venue. Scott doesn't know any of that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's only the venue we haven't sorted, but we've got few in mind. <laughs> And um, Elle was right. like, this is great. When he, asked, when he asked me to marry him, we can get married two days later because <laughs> the whole thing sorted. And Pete's like, don't think it's going to be happening for a while. And I'm like, why? And he went, I've talked him out of it. I was like, what? <laughs> Do you want to explain yourself? I, I, oh, that's what you said. Um, I've told Scott, like, everything changes when you're getting in engaged and you lose your power. <laughs> There's a big power shift. I, I will be honest. I will be honest with him. There is a big power shift. You go from holding all the cards to holding none. What? And, and what I, I explain that? What I'm saying is that I don't know. There's something that shifts. I don't know why. You'd have to explain that. But so you think women feel that they have to like suck up to the men and be nice to them because they're not safe. And then once the the safe, they kind of totally relax. But yeah, all the all the power—it's the power shift. It's exactly what happens. You get married, and then you lose all the power, and then all of a sudden, like, well, you can't go out with your mates anymore. You can't do this anymore. Can't, and if anything you enjoyed gone, um, <laughs> you have to put that all down. You have to deal with, you know, family life, and you know the the the, the, the wife's needs now. Pete, you uh, impregnated me four <laughs> times. Like, what the hell? I, I you just, can't listen, say anything. This is a safe space to be honest, right? And I'm being honest, the shift is monstrous. So you go from hold it, you let you're like, oh, I'm gonna go away with lads. Yeah, you have a great time. Come on, you know, come back, don't worry about it. But got golf today, enjoy yourself. Then a minute pre-engagement. Pre-engagement. Engaged, pre not doing that anymore. <laughs> Change your hair. Don't like the way you look, don't like the way you dress. Uh, <laughs> you're not going out Saturday night, no golf trips. Well, they're all finished now. Uh, <laughs> that is the total shift in power. Not for me, because we've got such a loving relationship and, you know, we're, it's all give and take and up, but for a lot of people. Is this what you made to tell you? <laughs> this is all our lads have been telling me about. Well, that's where they've gone wrong. Yeah. They I haven't agree. married someone who they really love. Yeah. I agree with them. I always say it to them. I say you should have married someone you really love. <laughs> <laughs> such a twat. Do you know that? It's true, though. Women down above always go, you should have married like me. <laughs> No, no, that's happened to me. <laughs> my dad's wife, Sue, is amazing. Like, she she lets me dad kind of pretty much have free reign. -ish. To a point. Mm. But he has to be home on time. Whereas Pete goes, say if I said you've got to be in for seven, I'm saying seven because that's what time my dad has to be in. Pete will go, oh, it's five past seven. I'm going to stay until three in the morning because I'm in trouble anyway. <laughs> that's not true. Literally. So he's like, it's That's five past seven, true. I'm going to get into so much shit, so I may as well stay out till three. No, but my dad literally gives it all these, all the the big bollocks, like I'm the king of this ship and all that, blah, blah, blah. 
And then we saw him once running down the sh- down the road, <laughs> literally sprinting home. It was he like was three running. minutes to seven, and he was legging it home. He's he's the he's the biggest under the thumb man I know, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's giving it he's giving it big time in the pub with the lads and all that, and then obviously he leaves one minute to him run. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you actually say to Scott? Did you actually say anything? I just. It, that, this was a lads chat I mentioned it to, you don't know why you're making a big thing of it I just said to him you know just make sure you're you know you're, you definitely know what you're doing change is coming <laughs> change is coming it's there the change is coming no it does unfortunately does happen just needs to be aware of that you know what I mean it's like I just think it needs to be aware of all the scenarios and, and I'm you know of course it's, you know amazing he's lucky to have her just want to make yeah, sure that's he's... the thing. You should be on L's side, not Scott. Of course I am. Scott is replaceable. <laughs> Easily replaceable. <laughs> he's not... He's, there's a circle of trust and then there's Scott. Oh, yeah, yeah. Once he gets engaged to L, he can be in. Yeah. No, I agree with that. You know, of course. You know, Elle, Elle's like my little sister or, you know, even daughter, you know, I stick it to school. You know, so I'm obviously on her side, but, you know... Just have to be aware of all the situations before you go into things. You know what I mean? I've, I've talked from experience. You know, when I speak to my mates, <laughs> Peter, if you're that unhappy, <laughs> fuck off, <laughs> Jesus Christ! I think we should go straight into the weekly wines. Then, go on like, then. I've got loads. Go, massive, go. massive one. Um, it's to do with obviously, like off the back of our last one with the, you know, just it's just it's just airport ab. Um, we wake up. <laughs> Usually early, we get get an early flight, don't you, in the mornings? So I wake you're... up early because I'm packing six bags. Mm. Yeah, this is my wine. I'm bathing all the kids, getting them ready, Bathing the outfits. the kids beforehand? Babe, what? I ba- I, what, they were, they were in the bloody lake. They were in the lake. <laughs> no, I'm talking about there and back. So oh, like, I'm talking oh, about back. Okay, on the way there, right? No, because I'm talking about the early morning one where you get up early, it's like five in the morning, you've got to be at the airport, five, seven, eight, whatever it is. So you get up half five, uh, straight away, I know, fucking hell, it's airport abs. We're, we're on the case, right? Kids, fucking just chill, just be careful. It's, <laughs> it's a, don't go into the lion's den too early. <laughs> you just, you're like, you're possessed. You're like, it's like the exorcist has literally come in in the night and airport ab just wakes up and you just, I don't know whether you just can't, you struggle with the stress of, and I know you've got a lot on your plate, like you've, you have packed all the bags. I, I understand that. But, but yeah, I mean, the, the the way you speak to me is like fucking bad, you know. Like it's it's really aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> you know it. You, you know it as well. You can't even. Have you, have you got anything to say about that? Have you finished? Uh, well, there's loads more I can go into, but I, I'd like to hear your take on it. When we're going to the airport, it's like you, you, I feel like you just kind of turn into a complete brainless moron. <laughs> <laughs> You go the other way, yeah, and it's like it's like you try and wind me up. I don't try and wind you up. That's what I'm saying. You're so highly strong on an airport day. This airport ab, like I just think you need to just just try and tone it down. I don't know what part you're referring to. All of it. It's the whole journey. No, because you can't hear on the plane, so I have to shout. This is an amazing one, right? So my obviously I have sinus trouble, right? Like you know, as we've well, well documented, right? My my nose isn't great. My ears not. Right, so I'm on a plane, and I, my ears, I have to pop them all the time. Like she's, So I'm here in the aisle. I've got the two kids there. She's at, like window seat of the other one and two kids here. So, and then she's going, hey. Literally, I was think, thought we were all going to get ill because this oh. woman definitely had the wildies. She was in the toilet every two seconds, and we were sitting behind it. Like, she was, like, breathing through us. And I was like, oh, my God, we're all going to get the bug. So I was trying to whisper this to Pete. So then you're getting annoyed at me because you can't hear me and threw a nut up my head. No, but you, it wasn't like you, you, you were just being really rude because I couldn't hear you. I can't hear you. You were saying, oh my God. I was going, read my God, lips. Read my lips. <laughs> I was going, I just don't even talk to me. I could still see you getting annoyed about that, right? So yeah, I did throw a peanut at you. <laughs> and I tried to throw one back because I've got terrible aim. Couldn't get you. I didn't go straight off her forehead. And, <laughs> and, then she, and I just heard one hit the <laughs> side of the plane. 
So then <laughs> he didn't get right. any snacks on that flight. I was like handing sweets and goodies out all to the kids and just like missing Pete out. <laughs> he wasn't getting it. So that's fine because I just know that's airport app. That's just how she rolls. And unfortunately, I'm just saying it's just something to bear in mind for the future. It's just a bit nicer. It's supposed to be a nice thing. It is a nice thing, but it just annoys me the way you let the kids buy anything they want for nothing. I don't. You do? So we're just, we're already late for our flight and Pete's like, I'm just taking the kids to buy a colouring book. I'm like, you're not, Pete. I've got five cupboards of colouring books in the house. Mm. But we're also, also we've got um, the, I've lost my phone, which happens 16 times on the way to the airport. I can't find my phone, lost my phone. And the other one is, um, we've missed it. We're going to miss the flight, aren't we? (laughs) No, that's it. It's gone. We've missed it. We've got three hours. We're in the airport. We've got three hours. (laughs) So I've gone to buy a colouring book. With three hours to spare, right? And apparently we're going to miss it. Going to miss it. Such a bad father. <laughs> no, but I just, it's gone. I don't the want, gone. I don't the want the, gone. I genuinely don't want these kids thinking every time they walk past the shop, they can have something. Mm, totally agree. It's, it's, it's not, it, it's just drives me insane. Like they, they just, they just think they can have anything and they can't. Lib locked herself out of the iPad putting in the code too many times, right? So I knew we didn't have that for the flight. So she asked me very politely, can I have a colouring book, Dad? I said, yes. She can have a colouring book. So I took her to get a colouring book with three hours to spare. And um, that was it. I got a colouring book. She coloured the whole time. But I've come up with a good plan now for, for our next holiday. I'm going to give them money at the start of the trip mm. each and say, every time you want an ice cream, every time you want to go to the shop and buy a toy, you've got your money there. And if, if, the, if the toy costs uh, the amount that you've got, that's you done for the three weeks. Or the two weeks are away. You know, you have like to make that. it last. Yeah. I like Good that. idea. You could do that on your flight because I'm going to get the flight behind you in future. <laughs> so I just think I'll take two kids and you have two kids. No, but we can't split up on a flight because if anything happens. Well, at least there'll be, we'll have two left. <laughs> <laughs> Which two would you choose? I don't know what's, I don't know, I don't know what's worse. Like, is it? Are would we you all mix, go, are mix we all going the gender? Together, or are we... Would you mix the jet? Would you have a, take a boy and a girl? I've or? got my two. I'm fine. <laughs> no, because oh, your no. two are probably the same as my two. <laughs> ah, that's not. Like... <laughs> oh, anyway, they're not. We love all our children the same. Me. <laughs> <laughs> that's the conversation. I mean, that's a whole podcast, isn't it? Uh, do you Did have you a favourite? Do you have a favourite child? Yeah. I got I got into trouble with that favorite child thing in the in the newspaper once. It changes all the time though, doesn't it? Yeah, really? it does. <laughs> I tell them all that they're my favorite. I do as well. I whisper, don't tell anyone you're my favorite. <laughs> right. It's all the, probably not the right way to go about it. No, it is because each one thinks of the favorite. Then, yeah. then exactly. You don't say it to me. You're my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have got a wine, but it's not really your fault. You know, when you had this operation, I thought the snoring would stop. And I love you, and it doesn't really bother me, but if I'm not asleep before you, I can't sleep because it's like lying next to a bloody tractor. Mm. I don't want to be a snorer. <laughs> I don't I think I'm not really, I didn't think I was, but... Because you, you don't know, look like just, a snorer with no, your gorgeous no. blonde hair, lovely tan skin. Mm. I don't want to be a snorer particularly. But this issue, obviously... You know, my sinuses has caused a bit of it, hasn't it? And I, I do apologise for it. Anyway, okay, let's crack on. Okay, uh, hey guys, not my wine, but I saw this meme and it definitely reminded me of you two. It read, how come men can remember the most of intricate details of any football game they saw 12 years ago, down to which the side, down to which side of the net the third goal was scored, but can't remember what time you booked dinner? enjoy that is so true my dad literally is like oh 1973 i was in barcelona it was the uh world cup final and just knows exactly i literally can't remember what i did yesterday your dad's amazing with dates he goes through years through based on football cup finals so like yeah yeah i'll say uh, you know that was 83 and he'll go yes you know I know when my son was born. It was that year Liverpool won the league. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He literally goes through his like calendar through football dates. Is usually what Liverpool were doing. But you, you're the same. Like if an old football match comes on, you can go. Ah, oh, I know. I was there that day. Mm. I know. I know scores and what happens in the game. I couldn't, I, I'm struggling with years. I'm not great with years, but I could tell you. Um, 
you know, what the score was in that match, what happened in that match, who played in that match. I can't. Um, I can't remember anything. But yeah. Like, I'm like, even to my kids, I'm like, Liberty, Sophia, Johnny, Jack, like, Jeffrey. Like, the, I, I can't remember a thing. Yeah, but I, I do that. It's, 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 I think it's, you remember what you're passionate about, don't you? You, know? <laughs> you just said you can't remember our kids' names. <laughs> you're saying, you're I'm not passionate about them. <laughs> if you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. All right, so getting into today's, today's podcast, um, we got, you know, we had loads of people getting in touch with us saying about, like, they've heard enough about my career, my, you know, the football, what I've done. People want to hear what you've done. And, like, I think there's plenty of sort of aspiring models out there who want to get into what you've done and no, I, I think just because done. you're a lot more prevalent like on tv like people have watched your whole career for like 20 years on on tv at football games then obviously the podcast and all the tv that you do and i think I, I haven't really done that much no you haven't no and i don't think you've ever really talked about yourself because um, I, I don't like talking about myself yeah you do at home but just not to the general public <laughs> No, because it makes you feel embarrassed yeah. or like a bit shy. But you shouldn't be shy. You shouldn't be shy. You should be proud of what you, you know, you've achieved. Um, and there's, like I said, there's plenty of girls, young girls that look up to you and want to do what you've done. You know, various campaigns that you've done, you know, obviously starting out on Brit's Next Top Model. Mm. Um, you've been through a, a journey and it, you've worked hard to sort of, and obviously, yeah, you have to look like you do, but, oh, you know. I, I think, um, obviously, like when we met, I was on Britain's Next Top Model and um Was that something that you how did you get into that? How did you do that? Well I wanted to be a pop star. I wanted to be a, your, I wanted uh, to be a singer, dancer, model or actress if when I was a little girl, if if I was asked, that's that's what I wanted to be. I loved singing. I was in a band. Not many people know this, right? You you were in a band, right? I and mean, you don't like talking about it. Yeah. <clears throat> you're a little bit embarrassed by it. I'm not embarrassed by it. I'm embarrassed about my <clears throat> um black hair and bleach blonde fringe that I used to dye red. And like the horrific outfits that I used to wear. But I I loved it. Like, to be honest, looking back, I don't know how I did that. You know, on a confidence level. Because, I, you know, I find this easy doing the podcast because it's just me, you, my brother and my cousin. But I actually shit myself if I, if I have to get on stage or speak in front of... Like when we did the Strictly, when, when I did Strictly, I was... I loved the rehearsal part, but I hated the, the performance. And I, e find that, e I find that really strange. Even but... though I won the competition, 
I really, I was so annoyed with myself that I didn't, I couldn't perform how I wanted to in my head just because of nerves. I, I can't control them. And it, it really, even when I was getting tens off the judges, I, I knew I was performing to a five. You know, I, I wanted to give more, but I just physically couldn't is do that, it. Is that, that your high standards though? that you set yourself no it's not high standards it was just nerves holding me back but you obviously won the competition you were when I watched you were an incredible dancer like you were amazing no but I couldn't I, I could have you done it better it's, you you I, I even tried I even tried one day like getting drunk because <laughs> I'll be like when I'm drunk I think I'm like free. Madonna or something do you know what I mean <laughs> and that didn't help because Obviously, the timing was out. I couldn't focus. I was pissed. <laughs> um, but I, I don't know. I just, I think when I was younger, I had a lot more, like, dreams and aspirations. Um, And then when I got with you, I felt like I had to kind of put it on hold a bit because of, like, a lot of negative press. And it was like, she's only going out with Pika. She wants to be famous, you know. And it was kind of all of that. And I think, you know, having that from people we knew as well, I thought, oh, what do I do? Do I try and carry on with my career? Because it's important to me. And, I, you know, I was kind of stuck in the middle. It's kind of, if you work, you want to be famous. But if you don't work, you want to just get your nails done every day and be live off a footballer. So it was kind of a mm. tough catch-22 catch situation. situation. Yeah. Um. So I was quite picky trying to please other people which you know in hindsight I wish I didn't do because you know I find if people don't like you they don't like you no matter what you do you should would you have pursued the singing then <sighs> I would I would I, for anyone who doesn't know Abby's voice is incredible go on give us a tune <laughs> no it really is and like you don't like doing it you go all shy like that but like after a few like on the karaoke you can't get you off <laughs> but you are you have got an incredible voice Thanks. You're a great singer. And I don't think enough people know that. Yeah, but no one wants to watch some Al 40-year-old with four kids banging on, banging on on a stage now, do they? Yeah, they do. Like, There's plenty of artists out there with children. Yeah, don't, but don't they started start. young is what I'm saying. But you could go on the X Factor, you know, the Overs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but do you, know, do you know the freaking Overs? You know you've only got to be like 25? 25? Yeah, I know. To be in the Overs? I'm in the... Um, <laughs> Over game over. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? No, I couldn't. Pete, I couldn't. Babe, we'll get you on. I couldn't do it. What I about could... the mass singer? Yeah, that's what I said. I've actually said that to you. To no, do I that. have been asked to go on the mass singer. You know Ross, what? I couldn't do it. You I could, could not you could do it. Mask, you could. I couldn't. No, because then you have to take it off if you, you get voted out. I'd be like, I know I'm going to win this because I'm not revealing myself because <laughs> I'm not singing without the fucking mask on. <laughs> <laughs> It's a shame that because it feels like you've mm. got a gift there, you know, you've got a gift that. Yeah, there's that no story really in the Bible, heard, isn't there, heard. of the, the, the people the, the, the people who wasted their gifts? They went to hell. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you have got a gift, and it's, it's, it's a shame that, you know, like, it's not out but, there. But I do think as, as well, like, when you become a mum, your priorities do change, and it's not really about you. But yeah, but having said that, like that was your dream. Like, but you followed a different dream, right? You mentioned lots of different things. There, yeah, like, don't get me wrong. Singing, I've, I've the lo- modelling career that you've had has been has been incredible. You've done some amazing things. Yeah, I've done some great things and some amazing projects that I've been really passionate about. And for me, it's it's important to, you know, I've I've been quite fortunate to kind of pick and choose what I want to do and things that I love and enjoy. And I I love I used to love modelling. You know being a different person, different persona, hair and makeup, you know, it's it's an amazing job. But you still do it now, you know, obviously, like, you, you still really enjoy it. When you go on a photo shoot, you feel, you know, you, you look great, you, 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 you do enjoy it. You come home with a big smile on your face, you know, yeah, and you're like, fleece dressing girl. <laughs> yeah, so, because I've just, um, I've just shot the new Victoria's Secrets campaign and I'm, like, sending Pete pictures from the shoot and then get home and the eyelashes are off, the hair's pulled out, um, there's no sexy underwear. It's like the straight, the fleece dressing gown is straight on and you're mm. like, oh, so you look like in a bitch. It's unfortunate, yeah. Like the only thing you brought home from Victoria's Secret was the dressing gown. I know, but I love it. Mm. I love my fleece dressing gown. It's my like safety net. I don't know why. But yeah, no, I, I am proud of my career. 
there are times I do I do have a slight regret of I, I wish I would have pushed myself a bit more when I was younger mm. and not been you know worried about what people thought about me or whatever mm. um so when I was on Britain's Next Top Model I was 19 it was so young and it was literally the first time I'd ever stayed away from home but how, how does the application you must apply for that show so you must know that you wanted to go on it no my mum's friend um Kirsten did it Right, so and I remember going to a house and getting the camcorder out and she recorded my tape and I had to go and it was so, it was mad like having to put a bikini on and like strut down in your in your um, heels and I, looking back at the video, I had a, that youthful big fat face, giant boobs and like I was just legs and boobs mm. and um, I got, I didn't win the show. But, you know, going from that to hosting the show like 12 years later, 15 years later mm. was... Incredible. So who won it? I'd love to meet her. <laughs> <laughs> her name was Liana. She was she was she was definitely more of a high fashion right. kind of edgy look. I was kind of more commercial mm. kind of girl next door look, if you like, I think. Mm. <laughs> Even if you do see so yourself. <laughs> Isn't that <laughs> shut up you? <laughs> I'm just like that girl next door. You know? <laughs> well that's but what then... they that's what they call me. Well, you know, so Janice Dickinson was one of the judges on that, right? Is that is that correct? Yeah. Well, we went on to do a show together. That's what I mean. So then you ended up working with her as well. So you go like full circle. You started at sort of British Next Model that sort of made you. And then working with Janice on that. But then you went to America with Janice, didn't you? And yeah. Did a show with her. Mm -hmm. uh, and you modelled for Ed Hardy? Yeah. yeah. She made me walk down like Hollywood Boulevard in like a bikini and was just calling me fat the whole time. <laughs> You're fat ass! is wobbling I was like oh my god I wanted to die but no that that was you know that that doesn't even feel like me that feels like I can't even really remember it mm. it just feels like a different life it's mad mm. but you you've like what would you say like the best campaigns that you've worked on or well, the most enjoyable things you've done my dream was always to be a Victoria's Secrets model and I went to America I had the audition got the call back then got pregnant with Sophia so that kind of never happened and I thought it was the end of the dream. I, I just feel like, you know, back then when I, was a, when I was a teenager, I would have died to be a Victoria's Secret model. And when I got pregnant with Sophia and they were like, oh, you can do it again, it didn't happen and I thought that was the end of that dream. And then when I got the call earlier on this year to do the campaign, I, I literally couldn't believe it. I couldn't, you know, nearly 40, four children and I've got the job, but I, th I thought it was actually a really positive message in a way because, you know, I haven't got the body of an 18-year-old. I can't compete with an 18-year-old, but what I am, you know, there's more of a story. I am like a woman who's still working after having all of her kids. I'm older and, you know, it kind of meant more to me, more of it felt like more of an achievement. Doing it at this stage in my life is a huge achievement as well. Mm. Because they could easily go and pick another hot eighteen-year-old girl. Yeah, but you say that, but, but you, the pressure—the pressure, you, the pressure was on you, as well, though, because I was okay. like, "Oh God, <laughs> you don't look too bad." <laughs> no, but it's not even—it's not even about how you look; it's about how you feel. Mm. You know what? You what, what came with that for me was there was a lot of insecurities as well, because I'm like, "Fuck, I'm not—I'm not nineteen. I have had four kids, and I'm nearly forty, and I've got to literally get my kit off and do a campaign." But it made me feel. It was, I can't explain. It was such a, like, that side pulling me that way and that side pulling me that way because mm. it made me really paranoid and worried. And then at the same time, mm. like, this is great. This is a great message for other women who feel like, you know, they've had kids, my life's over. What What is left for me? Because mm. people do feel that. Women, especially, mm. who've kind of given up their careers to have their kids. Yeah. And they lose their confidence. And then they're like, what, what do I do now? Kids go to school. What do I do? You know, finding yourself again and being able to work is a great thing. Mm. Well, what how, what do you prefer doing? Obviously, like you've got the the commercial side of things, which you enjoy, um, but also the high end kind of fashion bits and pieces. Like I only noticed stuff through you, but I remember coming to a few things where you've done like runway modelling and kind of high high end brand like work, where you'd see like a big catwalk show 
Do you enjoy doing that? Yeah, that's amazing. Because I, I remember going to Milan with you for Milan Fashion Week. Yeah. And obviously, I, I'm a fish out of water. I've got a clue what's going on. You're joking. Obviously, <laughs> incredibly well-dressed man. You know, high-end fashion, but I hadn't been around it much, you know. Like, um, so I went there with my strangled pumas and my Levi's and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and, and watched you. But I, it was amazing, that experience to be around that. No, I think it was, Kate, it was Katie Grand who got me into all of that. She kind of, after Britain's Next Top Model, kind of took me under her wing and she, actually the quote she said, I thought you'd be a complete twat, but you're actually, you're actually great. Mm. <laughs> that was 15 years ago and we're friends ever since. And she, she put me in some amazing things like Russian Vogue, Love Magazine, Hogan campaigns. I walk for Giles Deacon. You know, she was... The, the reason I did those jobs, I, I wouldn't have been taken seriously unless she put me in that light. Do you think the that light... you weren't taken seriously or may potentially not taken seriously was because you were with me? No. Because I was a footballer. No, because at, at that time, like years ago, there was a, a massive, sen you know, that whole wag culture. It was but like a I'm frenzy. Do you, think, do you think that was potentially a reason? Well, yeah, not... but not in, not in a negative way. I've been called worse things than a wag. Mm. <laughs> in my life. <laughs> Rhymes with it, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Slag, my darling, is one thing I'm not, unfortunately. <laughs> no, um, no, no, because I, I don't know. It was, it was just, it was, a, it was a, a, a point in time where everyone was obsessed with that whole wag culture and. Mm. It was, um, but what I'm saying is, is that that culture was not high end fashion. Do you know what I mean? It, it no, but it's iconic to... when you look back. But I wasn't really part of that, mm. was I? No, but like I say, like that that whole like watching you do those kind of shows and stuff. Like it felt like it was amazing watching you in them. And you, well, I don't know if I'm biased, but I always felt like you were the you were the best one. Yeah, because that's because you're my husband. Because I'm biased. <laughs> yeah. well, I don't think I, I don't think I'm biased. It's right. like watching your kid in the in the school play and they're like singing out a tune and they're like, "You're fantastic, you stand out." No, like no, Liberty, our daughter, who's got two left feet, and thinks she's bloody Beyonce. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? No, I think I think you you put you put yourself down too much. No, I th I think you know for me, I always I always wanted to have a career, and I am happy. Mm. Um, but I, I don't feel like it's over. I, I would like oh, to do God, more no. things, but definitely my nerves hold me back. Yeah, so what I want to ask is like, loads of people have got in touch, uh, mainly the young girls really, about like any advice you would have for them, sort of maybe who want to get into this world that you're in, um, and any bits of advice that really stuck out for you when you were going through. I, th that. I think that, like the whole modelling, I think anything in, in entertainment really, you've got to have thick skin because there's more rejection than appreciation. Like, you, you, you've mm. got to believe in yourself because until you make it, no one else does. Same with football, same with exact same. But my, the, the main piece of advice that I was given, which I live by, is be yourself. Mm -hmm. Always be yourself and be kind, I think. Because yeah. if, you, if, you, if you're yourself, you can't go wrong. Well, I, th I think, you know, you can't, People can't see see through through. People you can see only you can, if you if you're not being if you're being someone else, but you, you're not gonna. It doesn't last very long because eventually you will it will come out and be yourself. Yeah, I think be yourself. There's so many people who aren't themselves, and it it does the real them does come out in the end. Yeah, but like what? So how if if uh, any advice for like a young girl sort of coming into well, this I, kind I, of my career? my start was quite unusual because like for most working models they're going on a million castings a day and they're with agencies and it's a tough world but I didn't have that journey because mm. I went on Britain's Next Top Model and then me and you started going out with each other so it, I was kind of instantly thrust into the limelight so maybe had it easier in a way I, I did I was getting booked for jobs because people wanted me I didn't have to go and compete with 20 other girls or whatever to get that job mm. so mine was a bit of an unusual path Looking back, are you proud of what you achieved? Is there any regrets? Yeah, I'm proud. I'm definitely proud of what I've done. I've had I've had an incredible life. I've got to travel the world. I've got to earn my own money. Work with some incredible people. Have a laugh. You know, that's like the most 
you know, it's great when you go to a shoot and you've got your team and your people and hair, makeup and photographer and you're all just having a great day. When I come visit you sometimes and you've got, like you say, you've got, you know, the girl does your hair, the makeup and you're on a shoot and you've got like a glam squad, right? And you look like you are having a laugh. Yeah, it's amazing. And, and then you take great pictures, you know, you, you can take... I'm waiting for something here. No, because you can take them with you forever, you mm. know, and you can show... Yeah. You know, people, when you're an old granny, you go, that was me. Mm. I was hot. Yeah. <laughs> But I, I do have some kind of regrets and I, I, I'm, I'm my own worst enemy when it comes to holding myself back with nerves. And, you know, in the early days, like, I reckon I could have done more with myself, but I didn't because I was trying to please others who didn't approve of me. Yeah, like, the thing is, you know, you still look incredible, right? And, and, and of course, you're still going to get, like, amazing jobs and things that you can still do um, for for another, you know... Six months. Uh, <laughs> but like in 20 years time, uh, where where do you see yourself? Well, I've got my album coming out on the 6th of June. Don't check it. Gene Green. Shut up. <laughs> no, um, I just want more of the same. I'm I'm loving, loving life. I, 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 I want to be, I want a great, I, uh, the ideal scenario is to have work home balance. Like, because... Mm. You know, as a mom, you do get that mom guilt. One side, you're like, oh, I want to get away from these kids and get to work. And then when you're there, you're like, oh, I feel like a terrible mom leaving them or whatever. Mm. I, I just want to do more of the same. I'm loving doing the podcast and whatever that might bring. Um, but no, I, I'm so grateful and would like it to continue, really. Mm. Well, you're very good at it. You should continue with both. What about you? What? What do you want to do in no. the next 20 years? Uh... Well, I, I enjoy doing this. I enjoy doing the podcast. I'd love to stay involved in football. I still do a bit of football commentary. Um, and yeah, I'll be honest with you, since I retired from football, I haven't, I haven't missed it. And that is the biggest, um, well, the nicest thing that I can possibly say is yeah. that I'm still doing a job that I really enjoy. Um, yeah, because... I've been very fortunate enough to, to, to be able to do that since I left school. Because you, I, I remember you always saying, like, it me once when you said, if I die now... Like I've I've done everything that, that, that I wanted I, to achieve, I and I was like, was, "Oh my god!" I know that was something nice. No, it's not because now I was like, "I don't want you to die." No, what I said was obviously I don't want to leave you, and I don't want to leave the kids, and I want them to grow up. But like, but if I die now, I'll be fine with that. No. I was like, "What?" <laughs> no, what I was thinking is like, would, if I was there on my deathbed, this has gone morbid all of a sudden. But I just think if I if I lie there on my deathbed, right, like people go right, and you evaluate your life, right, and you mm. evaluate your career and how you think about your regrets I should have done this should have done that no what way. I was trying to say is if that happened to me obviously the the, the things the future things like I, I, I want to see my kids grow up get married have a great life and I want to be there for them will you be talking their fiancés out to get married to our daughters uh, potentially hey like, you did, like yeah. you did to my sister's boyfriend yeah um, you know I want to be there for you but what I'm saying is I feel like I've been incredibly lucky I and mean, the one percent probably of people that have loved everything they've they've, they've done work and achieved and achieved met a beautiful wife of our door what about that pen you nice missed home. on the champions league Bobby, winner you know, there's a few of those yeah champions, not being a champions league winner um yeah there's the odd regret so you're not so you're not gonna die with no regrets then yeah well, i can't fucking change them now can I? <laughs> <laughs> no but what I'm, what i'm saying is like for a lot like a lot of footballers retiring um because you d you did have a little bit of a wobble before you retired because I was here and I knew, like, Pete's not one to, like, kind of open up about his feelings. But I always know, because he's, like, pacing up and down the room with this face, like, chewing his bottom lip. Um, and that, which loving, which, which, tender care. Which went on for about six months. So I knew you were kind of panicking about coming to the end of your career, like, knowing it was um, going to come to an end. Um but even that, like, no, but so I, I left school at 16 and retired at 38 on my own terms. I, did, I wasn't injured. You know, I look at some of my friends, you know, who, who, who just couldn't play. Their knees were gone. And, you know, at 30 years old, it just they have to retire because their body can't cope with it anymore. You know, like I, I had eight more years, you know, like I feel so lucky and blessed that I had, I had that. So I don't, I don't look back at it and go, oh, I missed that because I had it. And it yeah. was amazing. And no, then but, I'm now but because doing some... Some footballers have really struggled when they've 
um, retired, you know, with the mental health. And yeah, and also you 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 know you go from playing to, for England to, to nobody wanting to hear from you. You know, people not recognising you. You know, not having that release of a Saturday of a Saturday afternoon going out there in front of that many people scoring a goal and, you know, just feeling great. Adrenaline, the buzz, you know, like how do you replicate that in, in normal life? You, you, I have four kids. In, impossible. <laughs> it's literally, and, and that's a slippery slope for a lot of people and I just, I was so scared to not go down that route that I probably took on too much uh, and now I've, I've scaled it back to a, to a place where it's, it's comfortable and nice and good and I'm happy. So, so it's our favourite part of the show, Agony Ab. Better than airport ab. Shut up. <laughs> okay, hey guys, I love listening to you both. Honestly, it makes me belly laugh. So as your relationship is literally life goals, I need some advice. I'm single and have been for a year whilst working on myself. Boring cliche, I know. I need to get back out in the dating world and find a perfect catch. How can I go about this? Please help a girl out. P.S. I'm 31, so preferably looking to avoid bellends. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Dan, can't help you there, though. <laughs> um, so many bellends, though, isn't there? Oh, there's actually majority of bellends. I think men oh. are more bellendy than girls. Mm. They are, in the dating world. A, me a man would be more typically classed as a bellend than a woman. Do you think? Yeah. Oh, he didn't turn up for that date. What a bellend. He had three other girls on the date. Go, what a bellend. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He ghosted me. What a bellend. Do <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> How many bellends can you get in one sentence? <laughs> Loads. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I think it's tough out there, to be honest. I do think it's, you know, there's, you don't. not everyone's on the same wavelength, are they? No, so. and I thank God that we're not in this generation of, like, online dating. I just... Do you think people are too picky now as well? Because it feels like there's so many more options. I don't think they're too picky. I think they're just too, um, what's the word? Like they don't value, they, they don't need to court anyone or impress them because they can just swipe left and go and shag someone the next hour. No, I think what you're trying to say is that, you know, back in the day, we're not going 1950s, but we're going, <laughs> yeah. you know, slightly later than that. But it'd be like, would you like to go on a date with me? And you would say yes or no, or play hard to get. And then it'd be like, the chase would be more like, let's go out on a date, you know, and get, getting a date would be number one. Yeah. Whereas now you don't even have to think about getting a date. You just go match on, you know, you don't even have to speak to to anyone and you're already going on a date. Mm. You know, it feels like if I if I saw you at work, that was how it would be. It'd be work or I saw you out on a night out the or club. something like that. I'd go like, let's have a drink or something like that. You give my number. Even that's a buzz, isn't it? I suppose mm. now it's like, you know, you've got 15 matches which one shall I take out? I suppose that takes away what what dating is. Well, it's that magic of, you know, I used to, you remember like when we first got together and you'd like go to bed and, you know, when you wake up in the morning, the first thing you do is like look at your phone to see if you'd add a text mm. or you like stay on the phone for hours talking or whatever. Or yeah. planning. Maybe it, they do, we don't know. We're dinosaurs no, in this world. Are, we're meant to get... There are there are people that definitely still do that. I'm just saying. I'm just saying there is the option to not do that. Yeah, there's there's more of an option. There's more of an opportunity not to romance someone. And I think it's got to be organic, hasn't it? I think yeah, you can still meet someone on uh, a dating app without doubt. Um, but yeah, I think go on dates. There's plenty of men out there that aren't villains. Mm, there is, but I, I I think you should m males and females should be a little bit hard to get and know their worth and bit more long game. Bit more long game. All right, there you go, Danny. There you go, Danny. Uh, another one here, dear Peter and Abby. I was late to the party with your pod, but I've caught up and been been watching them all whilst working from home doing IT. Love the content and often wish I could join you on the couch one week as I'm always shouting advice at the screen during Agony Ab. I'm 40 years old, happily married with two boys, four and nine. In a world where our friends have eventually split from their partners, I genuinely believe we've gotten happier and stronger as time has gone on. One thing my wife struggles to understand sometimes oh. is my constant playful groping. Ugh. She cannot understand that even after 17 years together, I get excited every <laughs> single time she removes any item of clothing. Oh my God, this is you. <laughs> That's my wine, actually. Oh, I've thought of my exciting, wine. Though. Do you want it to not be exciting? 
I can't get a shower without you <laughs> fucking running in. It's like, you know that um, bacon advert where they start cooking the bacon and the nose like runs through? If I remove a sock, Pete's there, like that. <laughs> Just behind the wall like that. <laughs> <laughs> It's so annoying. It's just, so... Just, just maintaining the peep. <laughs> it's so annoying. Is it all going to come off? I don't know what... what peeping peep. <laughs> just, just like that. Yeah, so, yeah, is it all going to come off? And then it's like, nope, she's done. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know now not to, not to come in and disturb. I'll just peep. <laughs> anyway... Uh, it's become a running joke in the house. Um, I can be downstairs and hear the shower going on and I'll run upstairs into the bathroom <laughs> just stand there smiling. <laughs> I also enjoy a good bum grab at any point in the day. She has a fantastic bum. I particularly enjoy when she wakes in the night uh, deciding she's hot and proceeds to switch her PJ top for a short sleeve. Oh, he's a bit of a purpose <laughs> guy. Perfect, yeah. I, I, I have perfected the uh, seems like I'm asleep, then shoot a hand from under the covers to a cup of nice warm boob. <laughs> God, this is a bit much. At times it drives her mad, but she's also admits she'd be devastated if I ever stopped. That's Do you true. guys uh, have similar, um, or is there another one that winds someone up? Um, Peter from Surrey. <laughs> <laughs> Just interested to see uh, how you react to that one. So, uh, from um, Steve, actually. God. I, I, I think I get that you this. would, yeah, right. But you, I think you wouldn't be happy, right? If you were totally, if you were totally naked. I've actually said that to you. And I, and I, and I just, just carried on, like, reading my book like that yeah, and you were, you've naked, done that. you were naked there and I just go no interest whatsoever you've done that though as well because I've actually said that to you before yeah that's what I'm saying so you can't get you don't even look it. at me when I'm naked anymore <laughs> and then fast forward like when get, like there's a rule now in our house like when I get out the shower and put my makeup on like normally naked because you're too hot when you're like blow drying your hair and stuff and you come round the corner like that <laughs> like it, it drives me insane so you have been barred from touching you when you're doing your makeup. Yeah. But I, I just find it, it's a bit mad. I, I know. <laughs> Sorry, boys. <laughs> I know, this is quite awkward. And these when, when we get these like sexy talks up and it's my brother and my cousin, it's just so odd. But what what am I supposed to do if you are totally naked, like doing your makeup? Like, you just put a dressing gown on or something. I do. I get shouted at for the fucking dressing gown though. Yeah, but the, the, the totally naked is. Do you know what, what I actually not, do if now? I don't look. What, what am I supposed to do? Do you know what I actually do? I've I've come up with a new tactic when the dressing gown. So am I that much of a predator? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got a new tactic with the dressing gown. So dressing gown's on, but instead of tying the belt at the front, I put the belt round the front and tie it at the back, and it it just it, they don't know what to do. Impenetrable. You don't know how to get it off. You're like, oh, where's how do I untie this thing? <laughs> It's like wicks, a baby game. Wicks, wicks, wicks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but why would you want? Why would you want that? Why, I, when, I when, 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 no, why, I, why I, would you not want me? I do, but not when I'm putting my makeup on. Not when I'm getting ready. Okay. I'm, any other time is fine, but not when I'm getting ready. Okay. Just another thing for you, Scott. Um, this is what Scott? happens when you get married. Yeah. Who's Scott? Just let Scott know. Oh, ask Scott. Yeah, just, yeah, just letting him know that, you know, the power shifts and also there's a double fucking locked dressing gown. <laughs> <laughs> You're making me out to be a right fridge. What? You've double locked yourself. No, I haven't you double well locked. You might as well pull a chastity belt. I've just put it the belt round the other way. You've double, you've double belted yourself so <laughs> I can't get any access whatsoever. Only while Poor I'm doing makeup. I'm with you, mate. I'm with you. We're going through. No, it's here. a bit nice. It, it's nice to know that you're still desirable to your what husband after sixteen minefield. years. It's a minefield for us. Like, we, we you want to feel desirable, but you don't want to be touched. <laughs> you know, you you want us to look at you, but not when it's makeup time. Like, what the hell are the rules in this situation? You, you know, know the hard, rules. It's hard for us. You know the rules. It's tough out it's there. It's just the makeup section. Just makeup. makeup zone. That's it. Okay, but then you know, other than that, it's. It's, I mean, there's a small window of nakedness, isn't there? Like, there's like a, a shower straight into dressing gown. <laughs> there's a makeup I can't touch. Like, what is it? Never. <laughs> I'm with you, Steve. We're always going to struggle on that. They make the rules, unfortunately. Next one.
Hi both, I recently find myself in a really awkward situation and I don't know how to deal with it. Over the holidays, I was invited to my husband's family home for Easter dinner. Now I know my in-laws fairly well, but they live on the opposite side of the country, so we don't see each other that often, especially some of his extended family who were there for that weekend. For the majority of the weekend, the atmosphere was great. Everyone was so welcoming and friendly. The food was delicious. Until... However, we were finishing our Sunday dinner and I started to feel a little bit uncomfortable. I had a lot of gas and I could feel a fart coming on. I tried to hold it in, but unfortunately my body had other plans. I had already excused myself a couple of times to go to the bathroom. I didn't want to raise any strange suspicions. I decided the next one was going to have to be a silent but deadly job. Oh, no. I tried to go for a trick that has worked for me well in the past where I'd elevate one bum cheek slightly above the other before leaning to the side to let one slip out. But alas, my <laughs> ass betrayed me. <laughs> in a split second, a loud, elongated Body, body burp escaped me and echoed around the room. My heart sank as I looked around the table. I saw everyone staring at me, trying to hold back their laughter. I felt so embarrassed, I wanted to crawl into a hole and hide. The rest of, rest of the evening was a blur, and I couldn't stop thinking about what just happened. A blurt? I don't know how to face my husband's family again without feeling like a complete tool. I'm worried I won't be able to shift the label of the girl who farted at the dinner table. What can I do to overcome this flatulent-induced embarrassment and regain my confidence around my husband's family? Sincerely, a non-a-bum. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, firstly, we are getting a lot of wow. these bloody... We are getting a lot of fart wow. questions to our pod. Is that is that what people think of I, us? I just think that's the level of our podcast, just the way it's stooped. Well, I just think people feel comfortable around this pod. Um, and they're not comfortable enough to put their... They're all and on, by the way. Every single one, <laughs> even the one after it. And on a bum? This one's a But like, yeah, I mean, that's where we are. I think they feel comfortable enough to share it. They know that we could help through this matter. This is something that everyone does, and I feel like... I don't. You know, you all... Everyone tries to hide it. We all try and hide it, but it's, it's, a, it's a fact of life, right? I've... And at, at, one squeaks out, one squeaks <laughs> out. You can say, look, that was funny the other week when it squeaked out, God, and then everyone else will laugh about it. And then you move on. Yeah, but she must be mortified. Like, I couldn't handle that. I would literally leave. <laughs> I'd leave. Yeah. I've actually trained my body not to do that because I, I, it's the biggest turn off for me on earth, as, as you all know. I don't know why, but it just is. What well, what the worst thing is about that is I think that she said that she has to she lifted one up because it's worked well. So like when the noise comes out, it looks like she's gone. <laughs> 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 she's lifted it and like Gone for it. Like, you have to own it, don't you? do that. They, they lift it. That's when they're really going for one to make everyone laugh. Whereas if you just sat there normally and someone squeaks out... You go, Scott did it the other day. <laughs> well, Scott the, did the it the in Portugal. The, the leg lift. Yeah, me and him were just talking and I, I think for one second he thought I was like one of his mates or something and he just went like that and farted. I was like, oh my God. And he was like... I can't believe I've just the whole that. leg lifting is about it's not about like trapping it is it you don't want to trap it in it I just don't want to have it's this about, conversation it's about more of a release but the fact that she's done that they obviously think that she's just gone for one so what have they said <laughs> have they said so anything to her they've held it in they've held it in but they could. she could see that they all wanted to laugh see her boyfriend should have protected her there he, he and laughed made, her with hey. just done a fart there and just killed it instantly like yeah I, th I think but then then she'd have a go at him for being t for totally embarrassing her if I did that around people you weren't entirely comfortable with, there's there's no um, easy there's no easy cure when you're mortified. You know, it's it, it's I something think, you have to get over think, in I time. Think it's about I think it's about um, owning it. Like when I said hello to that fella on holiday <laughs> the other day. Oh yeah, oh yeah, there he is. And then I got closer to him, and I've never seen him before in my life. <laughs> so it, it was, but I think. Then I went for the handshake, went, nice one. Like, see you later. Like, as if I did know him. And he was so confused. He's probably thinking, God, Peter Crouch thinks he's amazing, like saying hi to everyone oh, on the I street. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I just didn't have a clue who he was. That's he so knows funny. who he is as well. So if you if you want to get in touch, it's therapycrouch.com. Um, yeah, I, I think she, I feel for her because it's hard when you're not with your family. Not with your own family. Yeah, I mean, you know. To do, that'd be bad enough. Yeah. But, you know, own it. It's fine. Own it. You're only human, honey. Uh, okay. Hey, both. I started going out with my now fiancé 
in year nine. Oh my God. I know how mad that sounds. I've only ever kissed one boy and that's him. We've had school proms, 18, 21st birthdays together and a beautiful engagement, which was everything I could have ever asked for. All my friends think I'm the luckiest girl in the world, but it, it has dawned on me that I may only ever kiss one boy and find my mind fantasizing when I see a good looking lad. Could I have been having oh, the bang wow. average Susan Boyle sex for my entire life? Maybe I could be a Swedish house mafia girl, but it feels like I may never know. I never really chatted. Ooh. I've never really chatted up anyone else because as soon as anyone has ever chatted to me, I've shot them down straight away and I've gotten very good at it over these years. Am I getting pre-wedding nerves or am I making a very silly mistake? Love from sunny Spain and on again. Uh, yeah, I, I think, you know, if she's obviously loves her husband to be. Um. I, I don't know. I think it's a tough Our one. advice is so shit, by the way. Yeah, well... <laughs> we don't ever know what to say. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, so just, bad. I'm just worried about this one. So I, I just can see this ending in tears. Well, what, that's what you need to say? I just said it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I, like, you know, it's just not a good scenario. Like, you'll always have that because you've been together since you were 14. And <clears throat> I'm assuming, obviously, you're a lot older now. You're about to get married and then you have that niggle, niggle of doubt, you know? Have I been dancing to the wrong tune? Maybe they should give each other a whole pass. Oh, not a bad chance. Big shout, big shout from you. I, I, that's just not nothing I would do. But imagine, right? If no. I If I came to you, we've been together since we were 40, imagine I said to you, I'll just suggest this. <laughs> hall pass. <laughs> I'd kick it out. I'd get a right hook. <laughs> Um, Straight in the chops. Have you seen? Have you seen that thing where it's like um, the the talk about a hall pass and the girl's like, oh, my hall pass would be Brad Pitt, and and the the husband's like Sharon from your way. <laughs> <laughs> Got to go realistic, haven't you? Yeah. No, but yeah. It's, then she's like fuming at like yeah. Sharon. Tom Cruise, my um, <laughs> your <I> sister. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine. Imagine. Uh. Gotta make it realistic. It's a hard one. It's a hard one because the grass isn't always greener. They, could, she, you know, you could she could risk. She could risk it all. And oh, yeah, I don't know. Can you talk to your husband about it? Yeah, that's actually Just a really good idea. Nice in a diplomatic way. Say you having these feelings as well. But what would you do if no, I I'm said not? Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> could be the answer. <laughs> <laughs> it's a tough one. You know, I think I think you could just talk it out. Is the you can't talk it out? I can't even watch the fucking Vikings. So you getting a cob on? Imagine me saying to you, um, "So Pete, I've, I've been thinking, and you know, I'm getting cold feet. You know, you're going to be the only guy I'm going to kiss for the rest of my life. I'm going to go to Norway and find a Viking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Finland, the better in Finland. You can go and live out there as well. Hey Pete, I've been stitched up here. I might come across as a bit of a sex pest, but why are sex pests confiding in me? Because <laughs> they know you what you're like. <laughs> like, all right, you're not. I'm sure you're not. He's saying I'm not. I'm actually not. I'm straight down the middle on the libido scale. So I've been seeing this girl for a few months, and I can uh, you can tell she's more experienced than me by the unbelievable tattoos in the theatre of dreams. <laughs> what the hell does that mean? What is that? What is that? Well, I imagine he's calling the... A vaginal tattoo? Yeah. She's got oh. tattoos. I think he's calling the... I imagine the vagina the theatre of dreams. <laughs> <laughs> what? What is this podcast? He's a United fan as well, yeah. I, oh, I that know. figures. Well, that's the, the theatre of dreams. That's what they call. Well... Well, my life was going so well. We booked a month-long trip uh, to the US Route 66, Mustang and all. Then she drops the bombshell. She said every three months she has a month off, a somewhat vaginal hiatus. Have you heard of anyone doing this? No. Have any of your friends have a month off? No. Um, why, number one? I don't, I, I don't like to put like a, a definite no on things. Having those tattoos in the Theatre of Dreams would... would would normally suggest there's no month off. That's a bit um, presumptuous. Depends what this tat say. It could be keep out, keep Close off the grass. Close for business. <laughs> 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 only, op only open from 
April to... Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. People are going to stop writing in. They're only open from Jan till March. I wouldn't write into this. I certainly wouldn't put my name on it. Then May, May till uh, July. Uh, I, well, question one, I've not heard of anyone doing this. No. I've not heard of question anyone doing Question two, it. do I get her to scrap this idea? Again, this is a conversation I think you have to have with um, your lady friend. Lady friend. Yeah, they have to have a conversation because I think you shouldn't be open and closed in the sexual mm. shop. Yeah. You have to just, if it feels right at that precise moment, you should mm. do it. Mm. And if it doesn't, don't. Yeah, maybe that's, that's something you can speak to. What are you to. laughing at? Open and closed in sexual. <laughs> sexual shop. Well, she's saying it's like closed oh, for fucking business. Shit, these agony abs have got out of control. I can only apologise. It's, it's supposed to be therapy. It's not been today, but... Um, it is. Has it? Has anyone got anything out of that? Yeah, we're saying only have sex when it feels right. Yeah. And don't, like... Okay, so there is, there is a good... Okay. There is a good twist on that. I really enjoyed that pod. It's good. Going back over old grounds and... Britain's Next Top Model days seems like a lifetime ago and mm. no it's like interesting it... it's interesting because I think we've had loads of people like emailing in and getting in touch with us that you know want to hear about your journey because there's plenty of girls that would no, aspire to do what you do no done. but I, I think what it is is if, if you're doing modelling you kind of it's just a picture you're not really talking you're not on TV blah 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 so people might see a picture of me but not really know well that's who why I, I thought doing it. this would, would, would be really good because um you know, people have, do have a misconception of you or a preconception of you. Um, but I know you and I know that you're all right. You're funny, you're engaging, you are uh, intelligent. Thank you. And I knew you'd be perfect for a podcast. Thanks. That's why I let you do one. <laughs> God. So well done. But you're... You, I'm not even going to say it. Uh, anything else to add? No, what, actually, yeah. I, I wanted to add, you know, we um, we did our endometriosis pod mm. a few weeks ago and Dr. Jeffrey, Dr. Jeffrey Braithwaite um, kindly said he would see one girl a week mm. and help them on their endometriosis journey. And just to say we've been getting hundreds and hundreds of messages and we are going through them. And if you want to get in touch, it's the therapy... Uh, it's the therapycrouch.com and um, we will be in touch. Yeah, and please keep sending in your agony abs uh, and your weekly wines as well. Like They make the podcast, don't they? We have so much fun listening to them. Um, you can subscribe. You can follow us on our socials. It's the therapycrouch.com if you want to get in touch um, because, yeah, it makes the pod, don't it? And follow us on our Instagram and watch us on YouTube. And, yeah, we hope you're all enjoying it. All right. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.,